It is very exciting when we have Father Michael Voidhofer in studio. He is uh, associate pastor at St. Robert Bellarmine here in Omaha, and he joins us occasionally to talk about some spiritual direction. We get the week started off on a great note. We just came off a Sunday. Father's going to reflect a little bit. Father, first of all, welcome. I haven't seen you in a while. How are you doing? Doing well. Thank you. Good, just good. Uh, got back from vacation. Yes. Nice. Charged up. Yeah. Oh, Recharged. Vacation. Yeah. It's great just to be with family, you know, friends, and just hang out, sit on the porch, do nothing. <laughs> leisure. Authentic yeah. leisure. Some good leisure time. So, yeah, it was great. It was a great visit with family. And uh, it's always good to, you know, kind of slows you down a bit. We all need that time to kind of recharge. And it was good, though. I'm ready to, you know, after, you know, the, you, you get out and you want to get back and start, get back to your rhythm, you know? There's something about that rhythm of life that we all like to... Get back to the business of God, right? Exactly. Do, do exactly. you miss it? I, I mean, mean I, you, yeah. I do. I, I miss being, I miss doing priestly things, Yeah, you know? I was going to say. I miss baptizing. I made four new Catholic babies yesterday. Nice. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <Mother>. <laughs> Four. four new Catholics, praise wow. God. Yeah, yeah, it was great. We had two twins and uh, two, four boys, actually, were bat- I baptized yesterday. And then the oh. bishop was there with all the seminarians at St. Robert, which was wonderful. Yeah. It's always neat to celebrate Mass with the Archbishop because it's, it's like you experience the power and beauty of our church. You know, you see the father, the head of the diocese, and, and then you see the seminarians there that are being in formation. And then... I'm not too far off that myself. Is for me, it's been what two years and about two months ago that I was ordained. So, and there so, you are with the Archbishop, huh? Here I am. Nice, yeah, praise God, <laughs> on the big stage. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, it's been a lot. Of great, good things going on, you know. And then getting back at a at a wedding, you know. And I, I've I love celebrating weddings, you know. It's just uh, assisting at their weddings is it's just a powerful witness to it see, you know, is. God's love made visible at at uh. It, uh, on the altar there it, it's powerful so yeah i missed being there and experiencing that flow of grace that comes when you're you know as a priest when you again when you when you exercise the sacraments um when you when you let jesus continue to love his people through you you are blessed a thousandfold as a priest mm. and i think that's so often heart of the to me the heart of the renewal of the priesthood is you know, it's celebrating the sacraments from your heart as a priest. And, and when you celebrate the sacraments from your heart, um, such as marriage, when you live out your sacrament, your, your vocation as a married person, um, graces flow through that. And I think that's, that's the heart of kind of what the readings this weekend, if we, you know, make a little transition into this Sunday's readings, was the first line of the uh, first scripture the Old Testament scripture there is the uh, Moses and Aaron are leading the Israelites out of Egypt into the promised land. And what happens? It says they grumbled and complained. <laughs> First line. Yeah. What it says, even back then there was grumbling and complaining. Yeah, they grumbled uh, and complained. Yeah. 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 And then they, in, in, in the next line, it basically says there that they would rather have died in Egypt, at least they had food there, yeah. than have gone into the desert and starved in famine and, and died miserably of starvation. Drama. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so dramatic. And so, you know, Moses and Aaron are, are these two guys that are chosen by God to, to lead the people from Egypt, where they were basically nobody there. You know, they were they lost their identity there. They, you know, it wasn't easy. A lot of suffering there as well. Um, 
But as they were taken from Egypt, and you know, they were they wanted the Happy Meal deal, the quick fix. You know, <laughs> yes, like, they did. They wanted it like, hey, you know, we shouldn't have to go through the desert. You know, and and like I always like to reflect, God, it's one thing for God to get us out of Egypt, but it's another thing for God to get Egypt out of us. Right, mm. that whole purification process where, you know, when we were baptized, I always say, you know, the Archbishop actually was reflecting on this in his homily. Uh, at at Mass at Robert, St. Robert's yesterday, and he was saying how, you know, you know, the Israelites, you know, were taken through the Red Sea, right? Well, we were taken through the waters of baptism, each of us, and that's where Egypt was drowned or washed right. off of us, literally, you know, when, the, when they went through the Red Sea, right, the, the Egyptians were drowned in the Red Sea, and God, when we're baptized, he he removes original sin. He removes the old self. It's, it's drowned, if you will. We die with Christ. We rise with Christ. So through the waters of baptism, we leave Egypt behind. And then we have to start, again, this, this new plan, if you will, of, of, of training to be saints, to be champions for Christ. And that's where, you know, if you've been watching the Olympics, you know these people that um, go to the Olympics. If you're not intending to get a gold medal, you probably shouldn't be there. <laughs> <laughs> that is yeah. the point. Yeah. 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 I mean, why would you train hours and hours? And why would you watch what you eat? And why would you work on, you know, focusing so much on your training and, 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 and different techniques that would help you to gain that millisecond, yeah. you know, of time? That could be the difference between the gold, the silver, the bronze. So it's like, you know, God was basically chose Moses and Aaron to be trainers for, or coaches, if you will, for the Israelites to, to lead that team from a losing season to a winning season, you know, <laughs> from um, a miserable record to a phenomenal record. Going from worst to first exactly it's a turnaround exactly because exactly. as, as we know it's from that people which would come the greatest champion ever jesus christ yeah. you know and in god was you know teaching them leading them and guiding them and it wasn't just for them that they were being delivered from egypt it was for us and i think sometimes we don't we forget that is you know if you will they took one for the team in the desert, you know. It's yeah. it, it was a it, it, it's it's a process, but like what we go through in our desert, and then that's kind of where we can take it to our own experiences. When God takes us from Egypt and leading us all to the promised land, like this world that we're in, this life that we're in, this this time that we have on Earth, it's desert time. It's training camp. You know, if you want your jersey, you better show up at training camp. You know, because. You're not going to get your jersey. You know, if I show up at the... You're going to get cut. Yeah. You're not making the team. You're not going to make the team. Oh, man. <laughs> Turk's going to say, turn in your playbook. Exactly. Oh, wow. You know, you got to... Yeah, so yeah, you got to study the plays. You know, you got you to eat well. You know, you spiritually. You right. know, and I was, I, like I was sharing with the people at Mass yesterday, you know, the best meal we get all week is the Eucharist. You know, it's and it's not about getting a, a calories. You know, this is about... You know, we don't, it, the Eucharist isn't for f so much our physical sustenance as our spiritual sustenance to, like, and I like, the Archbishop said something that was powerful, and I was reflecting on it last night in prayer, and he said, you know, it's through the Eucharist that we have the freedom to be champions, 
You know, it's, we have the freedom to be who God made us to be. And I thought about, you know, the Eucharist connected to authentic freedom. Because what's the Eucharist? It's Jesus, and Jesus is perfect love. If, if I'm not loved, and I don't let God fill those voids in my life, I'm not free. So I live in this compulsiveness where I run to the kitchen, you know, food, drink, misusing uh, the way we eat, misusing the way we drink, misusing the way um, we shop, misusing the things that God has given us in this life. So when I don't have that spiritual uh, sustenance that the Lord gives me through the Holy Eucharist, when he, in his perfect love, feeds us, then I'm free to be who God made me to be. I'm not living in, in, in compulsions or I'm not grabbing at this, grabbing at that. Because my need, you know, the Lord is my shepherd. There's nothing I shall want. You know, what does that mean? Well, if I let him shepherd me in his love, I don't have these um, unruly compulsive wants and needs that are unhealthy and, and these behaviors that stem from those um, from this ache in us for God, you know, which is often, you know, the world's trying to say, this will fix it, that'll fix it, this will fix it. Hedonism. Yeah, yeah. So we start jumping left and right and here and there. Then we wonder why we get weary and tired and stressed and anxious and even depressed because we're tired. It's like, you know, I always use the image. It's kind of like, you know, falling off your horse and being drug around behind the horse all day long. After a while, it gets old, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, had that happen, Father, I can tell you within the first five seconds, it's pretty old. But uh, Especially if somebody's shooting it for YouTube. But, You've uh, literally fell, fallen off a horse? Oh, yes. But I got back up. So that's the big thing. Got back on the horse. Get back uh, on yeah. the horse. Oh, yeah, that was my cowboy very days deep. there. Oh, Thanks for bringing that up, though, Rachel. But it is. I mean, it's very exhausting, but it's something that people continue to do. And we're all going to get up and probably head down that path on Monday, exactly. Father. And we need to change that. Yeah. And, and like I say, it, it's, it's how we look at life. You know, the Israelites were looking at the trip from... Uh, Egypt to the promised land. They wanted a quick get us there. We want to be there. We don't want to work at this. We don't want to put any effort. And then what do they do? They start blaming the coach. They nice. start blaming the trainer. Right. You know, so for example, you know, struggling with a, a, a physical illness or, or a mental or struggle with an emotional illness or struggle with a job right now um, or uh, um, a relationship struggle, whatever it is you're going through. That's training camp, and if it's not training camp, it's only going to lead you to do one thing, grumble and complain. And so Moses and Aaron not only had to lead the people, but he had to coach the people through the desert time. So through this time in our world, um, we have priests. And as Archbishop was saying, no priest, no Eucharist. No Eucharist, no perfect love and strength that we need to be champions in this life, we as Catholics are so blessed to have the Holy Eucharist. And not just once a week, you can go every day to Holy Mass and receive the strength and the power and the grace that comes with the Eucharist. But we also know that for the grace of the Eucharist to be fruitful in our lives, for a, for a, a fruitful reception of Holy Communion, we have to dispose our souls. And I think this is often... Um, Right now in our society, I think this is something often missed in our, in our relationship with God is, you know, going to Mass and receiving the Eucharist is great, 
But the church also asks that our souls be properly disposed to that grace for it to be fruitful. And that's what the sacrament of confession is for. And, and I like to encourage and challenge people is, you know, if the soil is packed down and it rains, the water runs off. And our Lord says that to Sister Faustina in, in, in the diary of Faustina. He says, you know, he gives so much grace at Holy Communion, but often the graces can flow off a soul like water flows off a rock because that soul is packed down from all of the things of life is packed down that soil. So confession is like turning that soil over. It's like digging that soil, breaking it open, turning it over. And then God pulls the weeds and rocks out. And then when the rain comes, when the Eucharistic graces of mass come down upon that soul, they soak in. And, and then that causes growth, right? And so I always tell people, you know, and, and myself is included, that we always have to predispose our souls to the graces that come, the oceans of mercy and grace that come at every Mass and through the reception of communion, but also throughout the whole Mass, our active participation in that prayer of the Mass, um, you know, is, is so key. You know, we give ourselves. Like, worship isn't how much of God I get. It's how much God gets of me. And I think that's so often, you know, what am I going to get out of this? Right. What am I going to? Well, it's God gives himself 100% every second, every moment, every moment of the day. He's giving himself to us. 100%. Not one minute does God say, oh, I'm dropping it down to 50% right now because you're not doing 50%. Or I'm dropping it down to 98% or 9 God's 100% nonstop. He's fully, totally giving himself all the time. And just that meditation on that thought today might be something to think about. God's 100% giving himself in love to me right now. Well, how much am I giving of myself to him? How much am I allowing him to give himself to me today? You know, and, and again, it's desert time. We're at training camp. We're going through this right now together. And, and, and the archbishop, the priest, and, and people in our lives that can mentor us through that desert time. We need each other, right? It's a team effort here. It's not like, hey, watch me do this, you know. Um, and if you hear a lot of the, the people on the Olympics, when they win a medal, they always say they're proud to be a part of yes. the American team American or team, the, yeah. whatever team they're, they're right. winning. Yeah. They yeah. always bring the team in. Right. Because they're never like, hey, I was great. I'm the best. And... I don't need the team. Yeah. I think I could do this next year. I'm going to have my own country. I'm making up my own. <laughs> right. You know, I've been so successful. I'm going out on my own. Yeah. yeah. So it's 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 a team effort, and right. we need each other. That's the communion of saints, right? Yeah. It's the whole understanding of our of our faith. And so, you know, as they're going through the desert, Moses and Aaron lead them. Well, we're being led through the desert today. This is we are going through the desert, and we can make it forever, like the Israelites. Why? Because they kept missing the point. And what's the point of the desert? It's to get Egypt out of them. It's to make them realize that life is more than just getting what they want. Life is about serving God. And how do we serve God? What does God say? What did the, what did the Lord say in our gospel this, this Sunday? He said, they asked the Lord, you know, he says, why are you following me? <laughs> Not because you saw signs. But because you ate your feel of the loaves and, and the bread and, and, and basically you got a good meal. 
And the Lord's like, hey, you got a good meal, and that's why you're following. And, and he says, work for food that endures for eternal life, yeah. not so much for temporal things, but use the temporal to build the eternal. Use what you've been given in this temporal world to build up souls, to teach souls, to help souls, to get to the eternal, the heaven, the reward, the gold medal, you know, to get the crown of victory. Paul says that, well, you know, there's people that run for a, a, a crown that's perishable, but he says we run for a crown that's imperishable. And that's, again, the, the, the gift of heaven, the, 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 the being champions for Christ, being saints for God. Spirit Catholic Radio, it is Father Michael Voidhofer. Great stuff is how you're going to start this week in being a champion for God. Part of his homily was Rocky Balboa, which was the four, last installment of all the Rocky movies with yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Rocky. Uh, yeah, Rocky. Adrian. <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> nice, Father. That was pretty good. Uh, classic movies if you grew up in the 70s and uh, uh, made the last one just a couple of years ago. But uh, you, you, you played a clip for, uh, yeah. in, in, at Mass. Yeah, and it has to do with you know the training, the battle, the, the growing and taking responsibility for not so much seeing life as uh, uh, beating me up, but to see it, yeah, we get hit, we get knocked down once in a while, but we can't be pointing fingers at, hey, we're blaming this, we're blaming that, but God's wanting to make us saints. So when he's making us saints, don't complain. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. A really good way of putting it. Go ahead. Here, here's Rocky Balboa, Spirit Catholic Radio. Let me tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. You, me, or nobody is going to hit as hard as life. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward, how much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, now go out and get what you're worth. But you got to be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. I'm always going to love you no matter what. No matter what happens. You're my son, you're my blood. You're the best thing in my life. But until you start believing in yourself, you ain't gonna have a life. Don't forget to visit your mother. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta go run the stairs, Rocky. Father. Man, have a couple of eggs in the shake. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Let's you gotta going. keep moving forward. Praise God. Praise God. Yeah, so you know that scene. I thought it was perfect for the reading. Actually, my brother sent me that, but I, I thought it was just a perfect, uh, just a scene for showing how the father's speaking to the son. Right. And the son's having a hard time in training camp in this world. Right. And he's wanting to blame his father. Yeah. Like, hey, why, God, aren't you letting this happen? Why aren't you doing this? Or, God, you know, you're, you're, you're not helping me here. You know, like, you ain't healing me. What's wrong? Yeah. And, and we got to understand that. God knows what's best for us, and he doesn't rejoice in seeing us miserable, but he wants us to see things differently than we might see things, and to open our minds to just the possibility that maybe God, who created the universe in me, is trying to make me into a champion. 
And I think that's what, you know, Rocky's saying to his son here basically is, you know, you're getting knocked around, you're getting beat up. Well, everyone does. You're not alone in this, and, and you shouldn't be thinking, like, woe is me. And that's the enemy's tactic like, is pity, yeah. self-pity. Like, like God's uh, got it out for me. Yeah. Like, oh, look, God's not. Look, he's he doing chose this. you yeah. out of billions of people and yeah. only you. Exactly. Right. Look what he's, yeah. he's helped that yeah. person. Look how happy they are. See, look. this is what I tried to explain to the family about the air conditioner that went out again <laughs> all weekend. And I was like, we're not the only ones. Yeah. I got this. I got this clip now, nice. Father. Give it all to right. Praise when God. When it's 95 today and we're sweating, yeah. I'm going to play yeah. this. And, you nice. know, every every uh, every dad, every husband is in, in and even why you're called to be the the trainers for your children in the way of holiness. You know, it's your example, your witness. You know, you're taking your family, you know, through the desert into the promised land. And, and it's your witness and example. And and so that's what this reading is basically what's going on there is, you know, he's saying Stop pointing fingers. He's saying cowards do that. You know, like yeah. you're better than that. Like believe in who you are. And what does he say when he says you're not going to have a life until you believe in who you are? And what is he saying? I like to translate that for us is believe in your baptism. Who are you through your baptism? You're you're the body of Christ, and Christ in you wants to be the champion through you. See, we can't win the gold on our own efforts. We need grace. And grace comes through the Eucharist, through confession, through prayer. So how are you praying? What is your what is your spiritual diet, if you will? What are you taking in? What kind of spiritual food are you putting in your head, in your heart, in your mind each day? What kind of music are you listening to, you know? What kind of books are you reading? You know, what kind of TV shows are you watching? You know, if you're going to win the gold and, and you want to really be a champion, and, and it's you're going to experience the fulfillment and joy I came that you might have life to the full, says the Lord. So how do we do that? Well, we got to make sure we're taking in the proper you know, food for our soul that's going to make us champions and to let Jesus in me live his life. And what's Paul saying in our second reading? He says, put away the old self. And with, with, the, uh, you know, with your deceitful and corrupt, corruptible desires, he says, put off the old self. And then he says, put on the new self. The new man, the new self. And, and that's, you know, the whole point of our baptism is to live the new self. And that's to live Jesus. You know, to live the Eucharist. What's the Eucharist? This is my body given up for you. As moms, as dads, as, as your, with your coworkers, you live. This is my body given up for you all day long. God gives himself 100% to you so you can respond and give yourself 100% to God. And how does that look? Well, it might be as simple as picking up a piece of trash that no one else is picking up. That's living the Eucharist, you know, uh, doing the dishes for your spouse. Um, you like that one, huh? <laughs> Rachel liked what? that one a lot, yeah. Because, do you know why? Patrick literally did that for me this morning. Well, praise God. I was very upset because we had tons of dishes, and he did that for me. Nice. See Patrick, that? nice. Living the Eucharist. Yeah. Champion. Aww. And that was even before the Rocky clip. <laughs> He's probably vacuuming right now. He's probably doing all the windows. He's doing some knitting. I yeah. mean, he's all over it. Favorite part about that was don't forget to visit your mother. Yeah, isn't that last line Love perfect, it. huh? Love it. Don't forget to visit your mother. You know, our lady, right, as Catholics. Visit your mother. You know, don't forget Mary, our mother. She, we wouldn't have the Eucharist or Jesus. Obviously, he is the Eucharist. But it's like we wouldn't have the priesthood. 
and Jesus gives us himself in the Eucharist, none of that would be even possible. We wouldn't have any sacraments without Mary because Mary gives us the body of Christ. And so it's her link to this all is inseparable. So thus it should be with us in our spiritual lives. You know, we need to have Mary there as our mother to teach us how to let Jesus be born through our lives, yeah. to be born in our thought life, to be born in our, our speech, to be born in our um, just daily, day-to-day living. You know, Mary's role. And, you know, and I always tell people, start somewhere. You know, the rosary's a powerful prayer. Um, you know, just on my home visit here, praying the rosary with my mom and my dad and my family on vacation was such a blessing. Because growing up, we did that a lot. A lot of my vocation came from that, um, praying that rosary. So if you can't pray the whole rosary, pray, uh, pray a decade. You know, start somewhere, though. And meditate upon the mysteries you're praying. Again, full active participation. You know, like, don't just rattle them to get them done, but pray right. them with intent. Pray them with your heart. Pray them with your soul. Um, and you'll experience heaven's grace heaven's love heaven's power heaven's spirit and god then takes us again into this promised land into being gold medalists for christ champions you know uh you know um, gotta get on the podium yeah winning the fight (laughs) yeah absolutely we're talking to father michael voidhofer he's the associate pastor at saint robert bellarmine before we go father though and we get your blessing a couple things going on at saint robert's i know you've been having those holy hours yeah the holy hour for life yeah And you got one coming up in August? Yep, August 12th, 7 p.m. That's what it says there, right? Right. I'm double-checking with you. I saw that. So August 12th, 7 p.m., St. Robert's, uh, we're going to do a Holy Hour for Life. It's a Sunday night. Um, And then the rest of them, at least up until December, will be Tuesday nights. Once a month I do these. But this one's a Sunday night, um, 7 p.m., if you can make it. We had had like three or 400 people last time. It was really powerful. Yeah. You know, there's nothing like coming together again as a team. Yeah. And we're all in this fight against abortion and euthanasia and anything that's attacking human life is bad. It's from the enemy, Satan himself. So we fight it as a team. Yeah. And we fight it the way Jesus fights, which is through love and through prayer, through being in front of the Eucharist, praying the rosary, we'll have some silent time. Um, and then we sing the Chaplet of Divine Mercy, which is always a powerful thing to do together. So, yeah, it's about an hour, hour and 15 minutes. If you can make it, pop in when you can. I mean, even if you can stay 10 minutes, it's better than uh, nothing, you know? Spirit Catholic Radio can also pray as a community and uh, as a team outside of Planned Parenthood Wednesdays from 11 a.m. till noon as well. And we appreciate everybody that's been showing up uh, yeah, thank you. as well. We've had some great crowds this summer, so continue to do that, and hopefully we can see you out there. And you've also had some uh, praise and worship and uh, meditation yeah. uh, on uh, Friday nights. Yeah, Friday nights. Um, I mean, I tried to have been doing it like twice uh, right. twice a um, month. St. Robert's, we have some adoration, some contemporary praise and worship. Um, Then we have some silent time. I kind of lead, trying to lead people some some scripture meditation, bring your journal. Um, And then we have some more worship and benediction. It's about, that one, you know, we do 7.30 to 9.30, 7 to 9, somewhere in there. But I usually just pick, the the next one's August 25th, um, and that'll start actually at 8, and that'll be a Saturday night. Um, so if you can make that, that would be will. great. As we get closer to that, let everybody know yeah. about that. People yeah, absolutely. Their, 
their Bibles and their prayer journals. And you, you were helping people a little bit, not only with prayer, but also just one of the most important things that a lot of us, we just miss out sometimes is just listening to what God's saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. what's God saying to you? Yeah, because yeah. he speaks. He's oh, yeah. speaking to All us today. Like, you know, take time doing your lunch. Take five minutes out of that and just sit quietly and listen to your heart. And God speaks, you know, pay attention to your desires. Pay attention to what's going on inside. And that's kind of what I do at those nights is, I help people, you know, pay attention to what's going on inside of you today. You know, athletes are always aware of what's going on inside of them. If you're not, you're, you're starting to, you know, get out of sync there. And, and the Lord wants to, again, make us whole. Holiness makes you whole. Body, mind, and soul. You know, we're working. It's like all the gears are turning in the right direction, you know. <laughs> 7.33, Father, so great to have you this morning. Always wonderful when you're able to come in. If we could just leave with a blessing, that would be wonderful. Yeah. Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. God, thank you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are so good and so kind. And thank you, Lord, for making us champions, making us saints. We ask for the grace to be patient as you train us in this life, in the ups and downs, the valleys and mountains, that we be trust in your that we be trusting in your in your in your training, in your love for us. And Lord, we ask your blessing on all of us and our families and keep us focused on you this day and all week. And may God bless you all, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Nicely done, Father. And uh, another Rocky clip next time you come in. All right, (laughs) praise God.